The following is a production of SK Morton Creative. Places, please. Quiet down. And here we go. And roll camera. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to SK Morton's Lousy San Francisco Podcast. So this is how liberty dies. With muted hissing. Tonight, SK welcomes Kurt Russell, Cindy Williams, William Pat, and Orson Welles. And now, he finds your lack of faith disturbing, SK Martin. Yeah, I like that. So here we go. It seems, because it's very quiet here yeah. in the bomb shelter. It is. It seems, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, it seems different. Yeah, it is. It's quite different. And yeah. it might be because there's no one here with us. Well, that's, yeah, that's part of it. Or it might be because of this. <laughs> Tonight is special. And so I would like to take time to greet the adoring throng that is listening. Welcome to SK Morton's Lodge San Francisco Podcast. And another night in this wretched hive of scum and villainy, the bomb shelter. You're not even listening. You're just enjoying the music. <laughs> I was very excited about that tonight. Unfortunately, not a whole lot of other people were. Um, I think we are the only true Star Wars fans because yeah. we actually showed up. We came through the rain. And That's the true. Cold. It's raining, and we didn't whine about it. We just showed up. It's Star Wars. Yeah, it's Star Wars. Episode. It's Star Wars. Come on, there's nothing better than that. Now, okay, yeah. you don't have to answer. Let's maybe just preface it with that. Okay. Okay, no one's just to ask ladies this question. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah. How old? Kind are you? Of a dude. How old? Are you? Oh, I am forty. Oh, are you? Yes. Okay, that's yes. not bad. You're you're in there. Yeah, I was born I mean, in 1975. You were, so you were, you don't, don't remember when it came. You didn't see it in the theater the first time. I did see it in the theater. But you don't remember it. Uh, all I remember uh-huh. is Luke and Leia on the the rope going from one side of the uh-huh. Death Star to the other before she kisses him. That's my memory. That's one of my first memories I guess, at two years of old. life. I think wow. I was three because it was in the movies for so long. Uh-huh. I think I you know went gotcha. later, but... I absolutely remember Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. And Return of the Jedi. And that is why you like Empire Strikes Back better, right? Um, the answer no. is yes. I know you'll <laughs> I like deny it better it, because it's the best. As we get going, I'll explain <laughs> the whole thing. I'm going to blow your mind tonight. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So just to remind the um, just to remind the throng, tonight is Star Wars night, and it's because we've got the opening this weekend of uh, The Force Awakens. Episode seven. Episode seven. Yes. Now. What you're not going to find is we don't have our senior member, sound engineer of utmost adequation, Squidge McSqueezy is not here. Are tonight. we even surprised? Yeah, his back Does he again. even come here again? Yeah. Come here anywhere? I, I don't I don't know what happened to Squidge. We he, love you, Squidge. Yeah, but, right. well, you he know, needs money. He's you here. need to show up. Um, and then now our regular full-time permanent co-host, Peter Feliciano. <laughs> what happened to him? He's actually at the movie tonight. Wow, that's exciting. Yeah, so we're going to be I'm getting, excited. he's going to be texting us spoilers as the night goes on. I'm all for it. Okay. I'm a fan of spoilers, but right. I've already seen the movie, so I can I can confirm. And there you go. Yes. You have. Yes, I have, because I, I have am not. a huge fan. Okay, well, yeah, okay, good. <laughs> well, and we're going to yes. test that tonight. And I, don't mean, I don't mean trivia-wise, okay. I mean. I'm happy to do so. No, we're not even going to test that. Forget what I just said. 
it's go, it's about here's the thing is we were preparing for this because we've known for about a month month and a half we were going to be doing this now. yes and i was preparing initially for how it relates to san francisco because, well, because this is the lousy San Francisco podcast. Exactly. So there you go. In San Francisco, is, I mean, Skywalker Ranch. Yep. We're up, the home. up in Marin County. San Francisco is the home of Lucasfilm. Lucasfilm is mm-hmm. here. The, uh, what's it called? The Letterman campus. Yes. Letterman Digital yes. Arts campus mm-hmm. and everything. We could all, we could just, we could go all night just talking about that kind of stuff. Although it wouldn't Definitely. be that interesting. No, because we want to talk Star Wars. Right. That's why we're here. That's why I'm here. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was hoping, because I take a, I take a stand. I don't take a stand. Who cares? But I I have a belief that, well, okay, let me put it this way. If anyone heard, we have a Throng Strong section on the website now. And I, that's where you get. I have not heard to, of that. No? Well, that's where we put up the, we had, and we'll listen to a little bit of it tonight. We did an interview with Elizabeth Duran and Mike Keegan of the Alamo Draft House. Very cool. And I would have liked to have seen Star Wars at the Alamo Draft House yeah. because it seems very awesome. Right. And that's what we were telling them is that that's our, now that the. The... Because there's booze and there's good food. Yes, and it's an amazing movie theater. It's a it's a great theater. Yes. They gave us a tour. They Very took cool. us in all the ter- yeah. they took us all around the theater. Wait, how how did you get an invitation for that? I'm S K Morton. Yes, exactly. So my question stands. No, they were very nice. We talked with actually. It turns out. And I don't think, uh, I say Liz, I don't know. I never asked her if I could call her Liz. It's Elizabeth Durant. But both of them actually have, we have uh, Facebook connections. Oh. We have we have mutual okay. friends. Yeah. And now we're connected, of course, because we've met and everything. Of course. And they went, hey, we got to love you. Now you're BFFs. Right. But um, yeah, Facebook we actually world. had connections. And so I just reached out and said, hey, can we come by? And they were nice enough to give us a tour. And if any of the throng want to listen to it, it's on the throng strong portion. That's great. It's, uh, we're putting, we're, it's a little, you know, a little, it's a bonus. A, it's a bonus catch basin for the throng. If they want a little bit more, we've got, uh, so far the only thing that's up there, we've got the mixtape from season one. Yes. The Pellegrino, 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 <laughs> Pellegrino, Pellegrino. <laughs> and, uh, and now we've got the interview up there, the full length video, the whole interview. We'll only listen to a couple portions of it tonight. Oh, great. The point I was trying to make is Mike Keegan, especially a very nice guy, but he's younger. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say he's probably in his early 30s. So he's a hipster? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying oh, okay, he's... Good. This is what I'm getting at, and that's why okay. I asked you your age. Oh, yes. Oh, okay, right. Yes, yes. And I, I don't want anyone to think that this is any sort of, I think I'm better than anyone because of this. This is a you matter... You don't want to be an ageist. It's a matter of happenstance. Yes. For instance, I can ask my parents, do you remember where you were when Kennedy was shot? Because they happened to be alive in the in the time of that, and and they were at the age where they thought politics mattered, and they, you know, that you know. Or you can ask a millennial, where were you nine eleven? Something like that, and so my generation was really the focal point of the Star Wars stuff. Mm -hmm. I was seven years old when it came out. Which is the, that's the age because You're, you go see that movie. Yes. That's it. It's the greatest movie you've ever seen. And mm-hmm. you play Star Wars. You ride your bike and you go, dun, 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 dun. It's just, you're a nut job for it. Yep. And then, then you you're, try to move things with your mind. Exactly. And you're hooked. You, yes, of course. Now, now, so people older than that don't give a crap. There's a, pretty much, you find someone around, uh, let's say you were 16, 17. That's about the cutoff point. So if you're 60, born in 1960, you'd be about 55 years old. After anything older than 55, no one cares about yeah, Star gonna, Wars. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that because my brother is 54. Right. He's born in 61 and a huge, huge fan. And then my yeah. other brother's a little bit older than you are. Same same deal. And that's yeah. what I grew up with yeah. my entire life. And so yeah, we, we were the a, right age and generation right. to appreciate the beginning of Star Wars. It's not to say that older people didn't like it, but no. they weren't nut jobs the way kids are. No. 
Right. And we I mean, were it's obsessed. The, it's the same thing that that you you come up with a favorite football team when you're five years old and they're your team. And it's ridiculous. Always. It's not rational. Exactly. And so you develop this attachment. So now then the younger people, not to put them down, they just, they weren't there when it started. So they don't remember that it was just a, just a little movie. It was, a, you know... If it weren't for the kids who wanted the T-shirts and were paying the $10 for the gift certificate around Christmas time so they can get action figures in 1978 and all that kind of stuff, it was just a movie. And in fact, everyone who made it didn't think it would be anything. Otherwise, it would have been called A New Hope from the beginning. But it wasn't. It was just Star Wars when it came out. Then, then the fan kids, and, and, and great, more power to them. They love it, and they're really into Star Wars. And a lot of the people I talk to know way more about the backstory and know all the stuff. I know the movies. I watch the movies. I learned the, the lines and love it. And any little things you hear, and we'll talk a little bit about that tonight, the little things you hear are interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I know I kind of come off like a jerk sounding like, oh, I yeah, know yeah. better. But I'm just saying it was it was focused at... By me, I mean me and those of my ta- my Generation, kind. Yeah, yes. it was th- yes. the movie was focused on us, so yes. we have a, a, a an insight that maybe the younger generation wouldn't have. Yeah, and that's just that's just timing. Yeah, that's all it is. It's, it's I'm not saying I'm better, and I'm not you know I'm not a person who you know camps out to get the tickets to say that I was the first one there. No, I do I don't, love I do, Star Wars. I don't have to be that person, but right. yes, as anyone who listens to the show knows, I love Star Wars. Of course, but. Yeah, okay, whatever. Enough of this. This will probably all get cut out anyway. Let me do this. (laughs) All right. So we're going to talk about Star Wars tonight and its relation to San Francisco and also, as a whole, I'm right and everyone else is wrong. So, but before we do that, well, first we'll do a... um, do a little transition here. I think you should have Star Wars music for transition because it is the Star Wars episode. You think? Yeah. Let's see how it goes. Okay, there's our transition. (laughs) Okay, well, now I have to pause it and always remember it's there. (laughs) Okay, that'll be our transition for tonight. Sounds good. Okay, so first let's go to the recapping of some things that we normally do for the show. Okay, now as a reminder, we never moved the envelope for the treasure hunt. Oh, the envelope is still there. It's still there. Of course, it's been raining. I hope, I think I put it in a, (laughs) I think I put it in a waterproof spot. Hey, Um, Throng. Remember that. That's another clue. It's in a waterproof spot. Now you know where to look. Frankly, I've kind of lost interest in the whole thing. <laughs> oh, no. That's so, I'm so just, sad. Let me just read them off again. Okay. Here, we're going to recap. Go. So these are all of the clues, both both the podcast clues as well as the tour clues. Oh, hey, hey podcast listeners. Yeah. A bonus for you. So we've got William Ralston. Yes. Mm-hmm. Don't look for the limelight. It's no longer on Angel Island. Get a view from above. Then over onto what you would have gotten with the tour. It's not on his property. You'll be able to see one of the buildings associated with Ralston from here. You won't see it from the street. Mm. And the final clue, I'm going to put on the throng strong. We'll put the final clue up there. Oh, hey. Because I think when the final clue goes out, um, and if people care enough to look, <laughs> right? Well, I, th- those, I think they'll get it. Those two members of the throng. Yeah. So I'm going to put it. it. I'm going to put it on the throng strong page. And uh, remember, you get the find the little card in the envelope. Text the number that's on there. Put in the code that's on the card. Which and also, is? well, that's the I can't tell. Otherwise, oh. they wouldn't have to find it. Right? Oh, what about the? But the password, the password along the with password. the code, yes, Joe Costa. Joe Costa. So okay, so that's what we've got with the treasure hunt. Um, and we when in, with the new year. 
we'll re-examine this and see if we can make it more fun, more exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Now, speaking of more fun and exciting. I'm all about fun and exciting. The other night when we had Tattletales of the City. Yes. One of our new throng members, Belle Goldstein. One of the questions had to do with going to dinner, and the Goldsteins went oh. to Westlake Joe's. Okay. But it has been closed down, as we know. Well, it finally looks like it's going to be reopened. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I love the Joe's franchise. I yeah. love the Joe's restaurants. They're well, all over the place. Right. Well, Westlake Joe's had a lot of, um, what's the word I'm looking for, idiosyncrasies about it. <laughs> and it looks like they're going to try to keep them the best they can. So they're going to be reopening. They're saying tentatively on January 26th. We'll keep everyone up to date because we'll be back on uh, doing some shows by then. Maybe we should have a throng strong. That, that's not a bad idea. Uh, field trip to Westlake Joe's. I think we're looking at doing some field trips. That would be awesome. And, you know, we would have a good time with that. So we'll see. Uh, and then finally, we mentioned that uh, Pete is not here tonight. He is. We love you, Pete. He's enjoying. We miss your good guitar styling. Yes, we've missed it for a while now since he never brings his guitar. But um, I know what's up yeah. with that. I thought he was the, <laughs> well, the now new he's president co-host. of music. Oh, and now he's co-host. He doesn't even he's, care he's about the music it. anymore. Yeah, he's above <gasps> it. For shame. But uh, he's actually at the movie right now, so he's going to be giving us some text, sending us some texts. I can't wait. So okay. here's, he's, it's already started. Here's the first one. Okay. He, he sent us the first. Now, these are spoilers. So okay. if you haven't seen it by the time this comes out. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. You may not want to listen, but here's the first spoiler he sent. BB88. Is that the name of the? the, the... It's BB8. Oh, BB8. Yes. Okay. Well, he's got 88 on here. He doesn't pay much. Well. But yeah. what he says, there's a revelation here. It turns out BB8 is the love child of R2-D2 and the Death Star. <gasps> yeah. It totally makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I get it. So that's the first thing we've learned. Wow. We'll, we'll stay tuned for more texts I from cannot Pete. wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? It's time to do. So we can get... I want to get into this Get into this thing. So maybe we should yes. just uh, dun, 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 go ahead dun, dun, and do dun, dun, our... Dun. How well this is gonna work? <laughs> okay, and you know what the commercial's for? It is for the one and only Bridal Fitness Coach. Bridal Fitness Coach. We didn't think she'd hang on this long, but she's still here. She makes a commitment. She does. She is when she's talking about commitment. She knows about commitment, yes. and she's talking to the brides. Now we've we're, we're we're adjusting this a little bit because we've said over and over you're paying for the photographer, the caterer, the flowers, the venue, the planner. That's not really what matters, though. It's not about you know you're spending so much money. Why not think about yourself? Because that can be a little. That can sound a little selfish. But what it can. But what? Although with brides, <laughs> I'm not saying anything. <laughs> it's okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna hold my comments because I don't want uh, yeah. any hate mail. I'm just saying, owner trainer Tammy Fox. She's well. She, she you know she's concerned about how you look in your dress, and she wants you to feel happy on your day. Definitely. What she's most concerned about is to train strong, happy, and healthy women. She says, we know you want to look good and feel amazing on the most important day of your life, but go beyond that. Go beyond it, brides. Sure, you're going to have a good time at your wedding, but it's not. That's the beginning. See, it's not over with the wedding, hopefully. it's That's um. why everything's starting off. <laughs> so you could look wonderful on your day, but if you haven't developed that lifestyle to where you're trying to be fit and healthy and all that kind of stuff, well, then that, 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 that fizzle, the same thing that made that day magical could fizzle and you couldn't regain it maybe. You don't want to lose confidence in yourself. No. You want to go beyond just the day. That's right. That's what it's about. So it's about making a commitment to your health and well-being for the rest of your life. Definitely. So whether your wedding is next year or next month, Bridal Fitness Coach is there to make sure you're looking and feeling 
Fabulous. There we go. Maybe we do need to have you all the time here, just for the commercial. Yeah, sure. Were you going to pay me? <laughs> I'm, I'm not getting paid. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, let's see. With, real, with a bridal fitness coach trainer by your side, you can stop worrying about fitting into the special dress because she'll get you into that. We talked about that a week or two ago. Yeah, she's got, and if you're she's fantastic uh, results, she's yeah. had a good. And if you want to be a bride, but you don't have a man, maybe you need to go see owner trainer Tammy Fox first, and then oh. you can. Oh, see, I thought you were going to do a Barbizon commercial. Whether you want to be a bride or just look <laughs> like one, no one does it better than Barbizon. Remember that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The Barbizon. Uh, <laughs> Barbizon. Maybe that's what we'll do. We can shorten this whole commercial. Whether you want to be a bride or just look like one. Make a commitment. You'll be provided <laughs> yes. with a tailor-made fitness program that fits your goals, time frame, and budget. And it's going to be convenient. That is what Tammy Fox is all about. Yeah. Convenience. Because you, you can do it at the gym. You can do it at your office. You can do it at home. You can do FaceTime. You can FaceTime. You can also, um, what's the other one that's not FaceTime that Oprah likes? Skype. Skype, yeah. Oh, yes. She does Skype, too. I didn't realize. I thought she only did one or the other. She does everything. She's very versatile. She has so many different ways. Yeah. It, you have no excuse to not work out. That's right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> you don't even know. All right. So, and of course, there's the brides, the bridal parties, the grooms. The grooms need help as well. I know. I happen to know she just recently picked up another couple couples. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so. They can encourage each other. That's exactly why they yeah. do it that way. Um, so, what do you do then? You call... Mm-hmm. Owner trainer Tammy Fox uh-huh. at four one five. Yes, three one seven. Uh huh. Blah blah blah. Oh, you don't remember. See, <laughs> it took me a long time to memorize it, but now I've got it down. Four one five three one seven six eight two seven. Six eight two seven. Yes, or you can go to bridalfitnesscoach.com. Either way, bridal fitness coach. Make a make commitment. a commitment. Okay, maybe you should try Sorry. it together. One two three. <laughs> make, make a, a commit. <laughs> she can't see my mouth, uh, <laughs> so I'll follow you. Okay. Well, may- make <laughs> okay. Bridal fitness coach make, make a, commit. a commit. <laughs> Our timing is so bad. It's so bad. All right, you know Bridal what to do. Bridal fitness coach make, make a, a commitment. commitment. Oh, beautiful. You are so professional. Wow. Okay, now in the meantime, we've actually had a member of the throng uh, come into this, come into the bomb shelter here. So let's also, you don't have to talk, PJ, but it was nice that you came in to join us. You can just wave. So uh, thank you, PJ. Yay, PJ, cover reporter. And you've come and in Star for Wars the good fan. Stuff. You've come in for the good stuff. We're, we're talking Star Wars now. Star Wars. Yes. You know what? You're like Don Rickles. Don Rickles for the longest time was Johnny's uh, regular. When Johnny was gone, he called me. Kind of like the Burt Reynolds, maybe. I'm thinking you're David Brenner. Okay, I don't know yeah, who that yeah. is. David right. Brenner was oh, the David guy. Brenner. Sorry, yes, yeah. Yeah, when Rickles couldn't do it, David Brenner would come in and do yes. it. Or better yet, not remember when Ed couldn't be there. Ah. Remember Doc would sit in. Oh yes. Is that right? Okay, yes. so Ed's not there, so then Doc would sit in for Ed. So you are you are the Doc Severinsen. I'm Doc of the Severinsen. show. Yes. Wow, I have a place. People yeah. like me. And tonight Thank you have you. to learn trumpet. Thank you. <laughs> Susie L. <laughs> Thank you. It is fantastic to be here, especially on the greatest of nights, Star Wars night. Yes. Okay. I'm trying not to froth too much because I am such a huge nerd <laughs> about Star Wars. Well, it's good to not froth. <gasps> okay. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk a little bit about, because it is Lousy San Francisco podcast. Yes. So we want to really first get us started here. By talking about Star Wars 
and its place within San Francisco and the Bay Area. So, let's see how we do that. Star Wars in San Francisco. Does Star Wars have some origins here in the well, city? Um, yes, in the city. Now, we know uh, what uh, Lucas came from Modesto, which is yes. about two hours from here. But then he went up into up north. Now, this yes. is what's interesting. Do you know the name of the road that uh, Skywalker Ranch is on? Lucas Valley Road. Right, Lucas Valley Road. Oh, I didn't, you said, didn't say you were the no, one to be. Fine. We'll put you on. You want to be on? Everybody, PJ's here as well. Welcome, PJ. Yes. Oh, there you there go. She She's is. there. Can you hear yourself? Yes. Okay. Right. It only works. You can only hear yourself when you say something. Okay. Okay, you're good. <laughs> so right. You have to say things. Yes. Welcome, okay. PJ, to our Star yes. Wars celebration. Yes. Thank you. Okay. So yes. now you were mentioned the Lucas Valley Road. Lucas Valley Road. Now, was it named Lucas Valley before or after? Skywalker Ranch. Exactly. Do you know the story of Lucas Valley? No. No. Sure wish I had done some research. Let's go on to the next (laughs) thing. (laughs) I can tell you, though. Yes. I have been to Skywalker Ranch. Oh, you're the second person I've known. I've eaten lunch. You're the second person. At the cafeteria at Skywalker Ranch. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've done Lucasfilm lunch there. Does that count? That's well. (laughs) Sure. I remember when they were building it. My dad actually was the electrical inspector on that job. Yeah. And a lot of the guys I worked with in construction all, it was, I I got out of high school right after they got finished building Skywalker Ranch. So I, everyone had the t-shirt, Skywalker Ranch t-shirt. I was the only guy on the job who didn't have one. But, eh, you know, that's the way things are. But we were talking earlier, PJ, before you were here, that uh, it doesn't matter because my generation was the focus for Star Wars. So. Your generation? My generation. Oh, I think she see, may she's beg gonna, to differ. Yeah, she's going to argue with me. But yeah. when we're done tonight, you'll see. You'll both be converted. The entire throng will realize, you know what? Well, I don't SK have, knows what he's talking about. I don't about. have to be converted because I'm kind of part of your generation. So I agree with you. Yeah, but you might be wrong, though. Yeah, but I'm never wrong. See, I'm going to speak okay. for it, but. In any case, we'll learn about Lucas Valley yes. Road someday. Something, you know what? Probably something horrible will happen up in Novato, and then we'll have opportunity to do some research and learn about it. Sounds good. Yeah, I'm from Novato, so awful things could happen. Well, so there. You should know this. That's why we had you in because you tell us about Skywalker Ranch and Lucas I Valley know, Road. I just don't know the origin. I just know that it was Lucas Valley before, but it kind of made a seren- It was a serendipitous thing that he ended up buying Skywalker. Yeah, Ranch that is serendipitous. Or the property out there. Yes. I like that word. Yeah, it's a it's a happy word. <laughs> A happy accident. Okay, so he's there, but then he moves down into the Presidio. Yes. And that is where we have the Letterman Digital Arts Center. You've got there, you got Lucasfilm, Lucasfilm Animation, and the special effects company, ILM. Yes. Industrial Light and Magic. Mm-hmm. Now, here's something where I'm glad you're here, PJ, because I got to experience something with PJ. My favorite parking garage in San Francisco. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes. It is the greatest. Who has a favorite parking garage in San Francisco? (laughs) I didn't until I went into this place. Have you been in the parking garage below LucasArts? No, I didn't realize there was a parking garage there. Neither did I, but but PJ knew about it. Yeah. And it's... So did they excavate underneath the building? Yes. Interesting. I had no idea. It is like the inside of the Death Star. (gasps) It is is spacious. It is. It's amazing down wow. there. I uh, didn't. I remember we were walking through. Like yeah. I, this is my favorite place to be in San Francisco. <laughs> he did say that I was so surprised. <laughs> is the parking wow. garage under under Lucas? The man Arts. doesn't get out very often. 
You well, gotta Lucas see it. goes all the way. He, he doesn't cut was, any yeah, corners. No, that is the great. Oh, it's 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 amazing. I that you I think and I, I don't even think I am positive of this that he had that built with the idea that someday they're going to be shooting something in there or maybe many oh, things. Maybe. Um, you know, like turn down into, at, would turn into one of like a sound studio or yeah, something. Yeah, because yeah. because you know, like uh, the parking garage down at Universal Studios in L.A. That was the side of the hill for when the uh, in the second Jurassic Park when the the trailer the Winnebago is oh, getting pushed over yes, the edge. Yes. That was used as the cliff. You know, the, uh, that parking garage show maybe parking garage. and of course as we will talk about later the Alamo Draft House the mm. very first one in Austin was built out of a parking garage. Oh, okay. It all comes together. So that's our it's theme all about tonight. Parking, parking garage. It's, it's not Star, Star Wars. It's parking garages. Yeah. So that's you know that's that's a cool thing. Which but it has is very San Francisco parking. You know, hey. That's true. No. Okay. So now I want to start one thing because we talk about the things you see around the Bay Area that you would call back to uh, Star Wars. Like for instance, earlier. Yes. When you had your lightsaber on your phone thing. Yes. You talking about Mirror Woods? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have I, anything you want to say? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. We'll do the Muir Woods first. No, I can tell you that um, I have been to Muir Woods in the last couple of years. And uh-huh. uh, and I just, just, just walking through Muir Woods, I so had to turn on the app and turn on the music. and. That is where they filmed the uh, indoor scenes, right? I believe so, yes. And they just had like a little model and they'd put the camera on the back and walk through and then sped it up for the scenes. Yes, I believe. I mean, my whole life since then, if I thought that Muir was Woods, true. It's somewhere in the redwoods here in California, so we'll yeah. just say Muir Woods. Yeah, because when I was reading the article, they didn't mention. They just said how beautiful it is and how it reminds you of Endor, but they didn't say this is where they shot it. And I thought I seem to recall that's where they shot it. If they haven't shot it there, yeah, it might be. It might be more the northern redwoods, but yeah, who cares? Well, you want to see why I brought it up the way I did here? Yes. You want to see the magic of this? I want to. It made me think of other things that is being Bay Area people with Star Wars. And George Lucas, for that matter. I mean, with American Graffiti up in Petaluma mm-hmm. on the Strip and out in Freitas Road and everything. Um, it made me think, how much of this stuff is true? Mm. Now. The mythology. The mythology. Oh. The, the Bay Area mythology, mythology of the mythology of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you a question, uh, PJ. When you're driving over the Bay Bridge eastbound and you look to the right and you see the big gantry cranes, mm-hmm. what do you think? I think of Empire Strikes Back. Back. Exactly. You think of the ADATs, the all-terrain armored transports, if you will. Yes. Now, we've all said for years, we have our friends in town, and we pointed out, oh, that's where he got his inspiration mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for the ADATs. Oh, now you know better. I heard that that's a myth. It is a myth. <laughs> in fact, he, George Lucas himself, uh, called it a myth. In 2006, he did an article, an, an yeah. interview in the Chronicle. And he said, no, that's not true. That's not where he came from. Well, it's a myth I like to still perpetuate. Oh, yeah. So I'm still, continue yeah you still that. tell your friends that. See, no, hey, you're perfect. You could be a tour guide on the, on the lousy tour. I could. Hey. Just say. Whether, hey, if you don't pay me for being on the podcast, maybe you can pay me for being yeah, on the walking tour. And just and not get paid. Whatever you like to say, that's what matters. It's not the facts. Uh, who cares? It's the fun. Ooh, that, yeah. could, be, that could be my catchphrase. Ooh, like that. It's not the facts. It's, it's the, the fun. It's the fun. Now, on the other hand, there are some things that are reminiscent. For instance, R2-D2. Do you know how he got his look? What it was inspired by? No. Really? No. I don't. Palace of Fine Arts. What? Oh, yeah. The curved dome. Yeah, the dome the on the top there. Palace of Fine Arts. Which, coincidentally, now is right across the street from Lucas Films. Yeah. So, you're not. You're not, I'm looking at PJ. She's not buying it. No, I'm not. Where'd no? you get? Where this information come? Is another. You myth? know what? I don't like you asking all these questions. <laughs> She's trying to debunk all your. 
all your meds. Then she's not gonna <laughs> you like. Can edit it out. Then you won't. You won't like my uh, the background of uh, Cloud City. What's the name of Cloud City? It's on the planet of Bespin. Ah, uh, see, she knows. Uh, she's good. Yeah, she's good. So mm-hmm. okay, because you know alert. some people have a lot of book knowledge, mm-hmm. and some people have street smarts. Mm-hmm. I don't have either of those. Neither. <laughs> But I know everything there is to know about Star Wars. I cannot <laughs> be stumped. Try anything. Whatever. Just try wow. anything. You cannot stump me. Wow. Yeah. wow. Come up with anything. I wish I wish you would have given me a little notice. I would have actually yes. come up with something. Well, I didn't realize I was going to do this bit. <laughs> All right. Um, Star Wars movies or Star Wars Expanded Universe? Let's just start with the movies. Let's start with the movies. Okay. Yeah. Um... Now remember, this is be easy. no, make yeah, it hard. Okay. Remember, because okay. there's, I cannot be stumped. You cannot be stumped. No, it, it can't see. happen. Let me come up with a good. Yeah, but that's hard because question. then you have to know the answer, right? Already. Yeah, but she's she says she's a big Star Wars fan. Who's the first person that said, "I have a bad feeling about this"? How should I know, nerd? Now, let's go on to the next point. <laughs> Now, you just completely <laughs> set me up. I did. You <laughs> set me up. Uh, take the tour, folks. Yes. <laughs> so the Cloud City, do you know where the inspiration for Cloud City came from? Could it be San Francisco? Absolutely. Now, do you... I was going to say Star Trek episode, the third season. Can't remember the name of it. But anyways. Well, they say George Lucas will not watch Star Trek. Really? No, I don't know. I, just, okay. yeah, I don't believe I, yeah. yeah. I'm very gullible. Yeah. You know, gullible isn't even a word. Anyway, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just a myth. Um, no, when you come out of the, well, now I guess we'll call it the Robin Williams Tunnel. You come out of the, oh, uh, yes. uh, off the Waldo Tunnel, um, out when there's fog going across the Golden Gate and you have the, you can see the top, you the, the, pyra- the pyramid, you can see the towers from the Golden Gate Bridge, and you can just see the tops of the buildings. That's what inspired the idea of Cloud City. Makes sense. San Francisco's oh. fog. Huh? Not See? the Star Trek episode, the third season, huh? Yeah, you got you got to get over the Star Trek thing. Sorry. We're talking yeah. about Star Wars. Yeah. Wars of the what came W. First. The chicken. The egg. Uh, yeah, Star Trek did come first, but it was a different, it's a completely different thing. You know that. Star Wars, Star Trek are two different things. Because know, Star Trek I, I, I is in the future. True. Star Wars is a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. And Star Trek had better dialogue. True. Yes. <laughs> and we'll get into that. I got and a lot can, to say and tonight. Can, and you can get beamed, you know, from one place to another, and that's pretty awesome. Transporters. I mean, come on. Yeah, transporters are cool. Why, why, by the way, it's 2015. Why can't we transport yet? I don't know. I, I, I still want a lightsaber. Oh, that's true. We have to be in more than the 22, 2300s. Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. According to the series Enterprise. I see. Well, see, that's the other yeah. thing. I don't. I can't believe we're talking about Star Trek. Okay, <laughs> let's get. Sorry, nerds. <laughs> we're so sorry. We're so sorry. Now, d- d- can you think of anything else that would be a connection between Star Wars and San Francisco? Mm-hmm. You don't have to. I was just wondering if you can before I go on to the next thing. No, I don't have a have a mind anymore. No, it's gone. Mm-hmm. Sorry. But it is really, you know, okay, well, I, I, the museum. That Which one? The museum that Lucas wanted to build down on Chrissy Field. Down oh, at Chrissy Field. that's going to be in Chicago, Chicago now. now. That now, makes there, no sense. Is there any connection at all to Star Wars in Chicago? No. Yeah, but I can't. What? He's not planning to show Star Wars or exhibit Star Wars 
collectibles or paraphernalia. What is the museum? What's the museum for? Whatever else he's he's collecting. What is it about Willow? No one cares (laughs) about that. I actually love that movie. Well, that's what I read. VHX. Then we're not missing anything. Well, exactly. So, like, go go to Chicago. You know, it's fine. I like Chicago, but... We'll keep our Disney. Peter Cetera was okay. You can have Chicago. Go ahead and put your museum at the at the Bears parking lot. What do I care? <laughs> That's um yeah, okay. Sorry. No, no. <laughs> Glad PJ came. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. No, okay. Well I didn't realize that he wasn't gonna be I mean That's, is he really want a museum just for himself? Like that, about him? Yeah, isn't well, the, it's, I'm sure there's some things, but it's not predominantly strong. But isn't the whole point Star he's done, yeah. Wars. He's done he, he other under, Yeah, he, he understands none of his other stuff is as good, right? What do we got? George Lucas Museum to feature more than Star Wars. All right, George. That's what we care about. Yeah, we want to hear. You know what that is? That's Survivor playing a concert and not playing Eye of the Tiger. That That's what George Lucas having more than Star Wars there. It's like, hey, we got a new song out. No one wants no to hear a new cares. song by Survivor. We want to hear Eye of the Tiger and that's all. Yeah. All right. This says, creator George Lucas is building a museum on Chicago's lakefront, but it will not be a Star Wars museum. Well. Lame. Yeah, that's I don't think he gets it. Maybe he really doesn't get it. it oh, here it goes. Matter. It's well, not just has... Star Wars. He's going to focus on Jar Jar. Okay. Let's see. Oh, <laughs> Have you heard the theories about Jar Jar? There is a theory that Jar Jar is actually a bad guy, and he was playing an idiot on purpose in order to screw everything up. Well, that is well, people. That's called wishful thinking from the people who just can't believe. Know, right. Why would they Misa, ever no, believe a... it. <laughs> But we'll talk about that Okey-dokey. because I don't think I think Jar Jar was ridiculous, yes. but it does not impact the rest of the movie or the trilogy no. of prequels. Mm-hmm. It's and anyone who whenever people say oh the prequels are crap and then you say why and the first thing they say is Jar Jar you go oh so your friend said it was no good and so then you wanted mm-hmm. to be friends with them so you've decided it's no good too yeah mm-hmm. because right, hello we'll into that. can we talk about the lightsaber duel well we're going to. We're going troll, to. Troll, troll, three people. I forget, where did we leave off? So San Francisco has got connections to Star Wars. But let, yeah, let's just talk about it, because this is going to be the thing. I think, I had a lot of stuff set up on the script. But I think what we're going to be talking about is, besides what's going, oh, we have another uh, text from Pete. Oh, yeah, let's okay, let's hear some here. more spoilers. Oh my goodness. This says, the Force awakens, presses snooze, and goes back to sleep. <laughs> that is so interesting. Wow! I hope we didn't. I remember. Oh, I should have said spoiler alert. You did, right? Spoiler okay, alert. Good, spoiler good. alert. Okay, yeah, good. Because I could have given the whole thing away. Yeah. Okay. I want to talk about the prequel stuff. Yes, let's do it. All right. Bring it on. Let me find my my outline here. Where do you come down? Let's start with that because if maybe we'll have some. We might not be friends anymore after this, if, depending <laughs> we'll see, on where we'll you see, come yes. down. Where do you come down with the prequels? With the prequels, mm-hmm. I believe they are not as good as the originals at all. Maybe not at all. They're not as good as the originals. But Let me write that this being down. said, yes, write it down. Because I, I want to address that, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yes. I do not believe they are as good as the originals, but they're part of the universe. It's the story. It's the characters. It's... it's the whole vision, you know, who cares if you've got annoying characters like Jar Jar Binks and whatever, but you've got amazing things in the prequels. It sets it all up. It gives motivation to what happens in the later films. It's still the universe. It's still Star Wars. I will absolutely watch 
the prequels. I will continue to watch the prequels. I will not deny their existence, but I will admit that they're not. That's good. Okay. The well, here, here's where, let's start off with our common ground. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Where's my thing? I, yes. <laughs> because with, how, how about you, PJ? You, would you say that's a reasonable uh, thing that, she, that uh, Susie L. just said? I agree, but I do like, I mean, they do have its place. I mean, you... But of 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 the but of the three, I like the third one. I mean, obviously because it was episode three, absolutely, yeah, I it's totally the best agree one. With that. It's the best movie of all six. Well, no, it's not. But it's, yes, yes, it is. It absolutely is. Yes, of all is. six, yes, no, it's not of all six. Yes, yes. First thank three. you, thank no. you. No, no, not of all, all right. six. Well, this is going to be fun yes. because by the end of the evening, you will agree with me. <laughs> no, we won't. no, we won't. Yes, you will. Okay. No, well, we you know why yes. we will agree with you because you will edit this out. Exactly. You're going to edit it to your own. No, I had planned to use ether. <laughs> okay. <laughs> First of all, let's talk about, and this is not really addressing you guys so much. Okay. It's just the overall this hate people have for the prequels right. now, and it yes. seems to be getting larger and more and more, and it's, it seems to be more acceptable now to say that that you hate on it. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah it's just crap. Yeah. Now here's here's the thing. This is a little bit like how no one voted for Ronald Reagan twice. Those prequels made two billion dollars. Yep. And which is difficult because only four people went to see it. No one, no one <laughs> right. repeatedly saw it over we and over and over. Five times. Yeah. People decide felt that they that had to it. see it in order to continue, to, in order to eventually get to. Yeah, but here's but the you thing: don't, you don't make two billion dollars just by seeing only it once. seeing it once. Yeah, they went over and over. <laughs> and then That's buying why. the DVDs, right? And then buying all of the memorabilia. Incidentally, and before, yes. and the reviews were all good of these movies. Mm-hmm. That's not to say they thought everything was perfect. No. But they were good. No one said, "Oh, this this isn't as good. This isn't as good." They said, "Oh, these are this is this is." In fact, the reviews said a great way to follow up to what we already had. This was a, this was a, a great addition to it. PJ doesn't believe me, so I'm not lying here. I did research. <laughs> I believe you. Okay. Sort of. All right. Well, here's, <laughs> I, and we'll get into where the where this all started in a second, but there was a couple uh, articles that itemized why the prequels mm. were good. Yes. There's two of them that caught my eye because I have my own opinion on it. And I keep, you know, I'm teasing that when I'm going to get to it. Um, But many of the things that these things said were mentioned in these articles. I'm trying to decide which one if I just go down. For instance, Goliath.com had a top, had a 10 list. It started with number 10, the lightsaber battles. Oh, yes. Um, I would put that in uh, like one or two. I'd probably make that number two. In other words, oh, if you're going from t- counting down to what makes Absolutely. them be- so good. Definitely. I mean, now, when you say, and this is where we go to, you had said okay. that the they were not as good as the original three. The worst lightsaber battle in the first three was a hundred times better than the best lightsaber battle in the original three. Name for me out of the original three movies the best lightsaber battle. I know what you're going to say. You're going to say there's a fight on uh, Cloud City between Luke and Darth. Go ahead. The final battle, a Return of the Jedi. Oh, when he's when he's going yeah. nuts. Yeah. Okay, and he's like his dad's like. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. So that's the best one. No, but right? I actually was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, I know. I everyone wanted, always does. I just wanted to be contrary. Yes. No, but that, yes. even both of those, they were better than Obi Wan's. Yes, PJ. I oh, can I just say Obi Wan's and Darth's was just lame. It was lame, but it they didn't know how to do it yet. No. What, what, what's yes? What were you gonna say, PJ? But keep in mind that after four, five, and six, after, when they did one, two, and three, yeah, technically, uh-huh. things were a lot better. Oh wait in a terms so, of so you're saying there was something that was better in the prequels <laughs> than the originals. The technology was better. 
I think because of the technology, it was better. Oh, so yeah. but so it was better, huh? That's interesting. <laughs> because because we just just a second ago, I was about that the other <laughs> no, ones were better, no, but now we're saying no, it's. Just, no, you're, I'm a little confused. Steam, but that's no, crazy. Okay, it, I see. Technology made it better. Okay, so if we I were to make a list of what's better. In this case, the technology goes I mean, into the prequels. See, notice that in the I'll path just, of the Jedi and Disneyland. Okay, well, I'm just, I'm just asking. Sorry. So, if we have the columns <laughs> and we're doing the, you know, tail of the tape. Yes. So when it comes to technology, um, r- 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 the prequels win, win out. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I agree. To a point. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Actually, I wouldn't actually put that personally because the models were awesome. The they models were. in the original ones, because everything's cool. CGI in the new ones, which, by the way, does make it look better. But the models are just really cool. I love that they part. Are. But when it comes to the lightsaber battles, what we talk about here, well, absolutely, yeah, I think you also absolutely to, the lightsaber yeah, battles. Yeah, I think you also have to think back to movies around that time, from uh-huh. the late 70s, early 80s. Movies nowadays, or even when the prequels came out, are all about ninja fighting skills and, and battles and that sort of thing. And so... Not only is the technology there, but you uh-huh. also have a generation of moviegoers that are interested in that sort of um, the very acrobatic type of yes. fighting. Yes. So, which is yes. which is more entertaining to look at. It absolutely is. Yes. Then okay. Obi Wan just holding his lightsaber. Yeah, and, holding it up, and then and then a, I will you know one more swing and, than you ever imagined. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yes. so huh? Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, we'll go <laughs> to the next subject then. Yeah, let's go. Now they said number nine, the clone troopers. Yeah, they're all right. Now, here's the thing about that with the clone troopers. In Star Wars episode, you know, the New Hope, he mentions the Clone Wars. Yes. We don't know anything about what the Clone Wars are. Nope. But when the when the Clone War movie came out, actually just, I guess, we, no, it was during Clone Wars when we figured out, oh, that's where the stormtroopers came from. It was the yeah, Clone Attack Wars. Of the and, clones. and then you see the connection between Boba Fett's outfit into the into the clones yeah. and you can see the evolution oh, of the whole thing Django Fett I'm sorry Django Fett yes. yeah Django and then Fett Boba Fett yeah and then the helmets and then you can see the evolution mm-hmm. of it and everything now that's something we simply didn't have in the original 3 you didn't have that backstory and it is interesting It's absolutely interesting to yes. have the, to, to know the origins Exactly It's all about the origin story Yes So that's a good one but I'm not saying the clone troopers were better than anything I'm just saying no, although It's interesting They were more um they were an army that you know went after the robots you know the droids and things mm-hmm. they hit a lot more than stormtroopers did That's true I mean that's true. The Rebel Alliance, it took them rates. forever to win, considering the accuracy of the guys they were fighting. Those yeah. guys, go, and do you know why they, by the way, the Stormtroopers couldn't shoot anything? It's the helmet. No, it was the guns. If you look at the old guns from the first movies, you know, they're the ones that they held. Yes. They had like a little block on the side of them. Well. If you look at the, you know, the models of them. I, I, I don't agree with that. You don't agree they had a little block on the side? I agree they had a block, but I don't agree that it's it's the, the guns that made them not shoot. No, no, I was just, I, okay. this is actually was right. just going to be kind of a little side Sorry. interesting note, but thanks for stepping all over that. Well, I was just going to say because Princess Leia picked up one of those and she shot pretty well. <laughs> That's right, because she, here's the thing. Yeah. If you watch the movies, the original, because of the way they made the, the set designers came up with the guns, the blasters, the in the Stormtrooper... Um, breastplate mm. they could oh. it kept clicking against it they couldn't do it they right could, uh, so all the stormtroopers okay. had to shoot left-handed if you I, watch the movie all the stormtroopers are left-handed i have to apologize then yeah but isn't that interesting in. yeah, that is very interesting yeah, yeah. Okay. definitely but that, that we don't put any in either column on that one it's just a little interesting <laughs> yes. thing there um general grievous was a good was a cool character yeah he was all right now here's the problem now here's where i don't agree and i think he was a cool character but here's the thing he was, he was in the movie. He showed up in the third movie, right? He th- in exactly right. And the he's third got movie. that cough. 
Yes. If you didn't watch the cartoon, you didn't the know pol- what that was yeah, about. Yeah, you don't know what it's about. And so that's the only part that's really not standalone with that movie, because as you know, I say that's a standalone movie. Mm-hmm. But without without being going nuts and you know watching the cartoons, um, you wouldn't have known about General Grievous. He would have come out of nowhere. Who's this General Grievous guy? And they yeah. didn't bother to give any back any plot exposition with him. And um, so I don't think that makes it any better. You got to go. No. Okay. I have to look at my Instagram. I see. Okay. That's all. Now, <laughs> now here's just a, this is the next one they have on here, and I, it's number seven. And I just want to say because everyone talks about how bad Natalie Portman was in those movies. Okay. They talk about the way she, you know, her dialogue and the way she talked and everything. Doesn't anyone remember the Madonna accent that Carrie Fisher had the first third of the Star Wars? <laughs> Yeah, okay. true. Lord Vader, I should have known. I should have known it was you. That's, I, I should have recognized that foul stench. And, and, then, and then she drops it altogether. Oh, you're right. Yeah, exactly. Then they make fun of the outfit she had in Clone Wars or Attack of the Clones. Well, I mean, come on. Look at all of Carrie Fisher's. There you go. I mean, That's what I'm saying. They're just as bad. They're just exactly. as bad. Exactly. So costumes. we're comparing the two sets of movies. Yes. Ah, pretty similar right there, aren't we? Yeah, uh, yeah but I still okay agree I, uh, because that, it's your yes. emotions is what I'm getting at. People are emotionally oh, attached. Fine. Okay, I I'm told you I got one on I'm my an side. Emotional being. Okay, I didn't agree to be on your side. I'm just saying. Okay, yeah. Whatever. Now then, it's got pod racing as a good thing. Now I disagree. That whole pod racing thing could have been thrown out of the movie and a- it would have been much easier. Absolutely. <laughs> so long. Absolutely. Stupid and boring. Let's Who talk about that now. Cares? That's right. Now. So therefore, that movie is worse than the other movies. Except, let's talk about Return of the Jedi. Let's talk about the long, drawn-out rescue of Han Solo. Um, that whole thing. It? Oh my! It was half the movie. That was, was rescuing awesome. Han Solo. What? Okay. What made that awesome, and what didn't make these flying re- go karts awesome? The Who Rancor. Flying go karts. For five minutes. Well, wait a minute. Everyone got all yes. excited in Return yeah. of the Jedi on the, the flying motorcycles going through the forest. That's fantastic. That's but if cool. you have it on, a, on, a, on a, a sand track going up and down and through caves and stuff, for some reason that's not cool. No, because there's 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 greater implications in Return of the Jedi because they're trying to get away from the stormtroopers. This is just a stupid race. Yeah, but, Who cares? Oh, I see. They're trying to get away from the stormtroopers and then and they needed the help of giant of little teddy bears. Yeah, uh, the dance, Ewoks that are awesome. The dance to, to, oh. to love the one yep, you're no. with. Ewoks. Exactly. Celebrate the love. Yeah. Yep, Jar Jar no. Binks is stupid, but the Ewoks are good. I no, love no. the Ewoks. No, they're, okay. better. they're better. The be- they're better. They're Ewoks better. are better. How do you? Get- okay. But here's a fun I, I, fact. I was, I'm not, That's not like a saying fan which kind of which kind of crippling stomach pain would you prefer? I'm not saying it was a fan of, of right. Ewoks. Uh, what I'm trying but, to do here is make a point. I'm trying to break down. Everything everyone hates about the prequels are ex- are mirroring exactly what happened in the originals is what we're looking at. We've got mm-hmm. the gold bathing suit. we got the Amidala with the midriff. we got the horrible oh, dialogue. Right. we yes. got the horrible dialogue. we got yeah. the Jar Jar Binks. we got the Ewoks. we got the long, drawn-out first act. we got the long, drawn-out first act. Uh, Return of the Jedi really only had two acts. It was save Han Solo and then Endor. Yeah, it's it's same thing. That's fine. But what you had, and and by the way, the kid was annoying, but it wasn't because the yes, kid was annoying. Lloyd. His lines were horrible. Right. 
just like the original three. <laughs> the lines in the original three. Now, my, the one I always point to is, why was Han Solo so angry at that guy who was trying to save his life on Hoth? He says, oh, it's cold, it's freezing out there, you'll die. Then I'll see you in hell. Where, where did that come from? That was that is that line is so <laughs> cliche. It's so just, I don't know, why is he getting so mad all of a sudden? And what does that mean? I'll see, <laughs> like, it's cold out there. Well, I'll see you in hell. Wouldn't it be, yeah. hell's, hell's supposed to be hot. That's not, that doesn't even fit. <laughs> So the dialogue was horrible. Now the dialogue's yeah. horrible in both. It's not that 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 the, the first ones were great. It's that they were no worse than the originals. You're saying that it's the nostalgia factor. Yeah, that's what I was going to get to at the end of this about oh, half an hour. But, <laughs> but yeah, what I'm saying is the the everything that everyone says they hate about the original mm. about the prequels are all right there in the originals. The reason why they 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 uh, only see it in the originals is because that's a thing that people have now. You're not good. You're not special. You're not smart unless you can see beyond what everyone else sees. I'm critical because I know better. I'm smarter than everyone else. The rest of you masses who just feed whatever George Lucas gives you, you're not as bright as I am. Even though I go see these movies over and, and over, over and over, over and yeah. read every book and mm-hmm. watch every cartoon and play every yep. video game, but they're all crap. Yeah. You know what's so interesting? You mentioned George Lucas. Yes. I had read. Oh, his museum about uh, I had, THX. I had read that Recently, when that Disney when, purchased Lucas, they, true, they actually bought him? They did. Purchased Lucas Oh, oh, his yeah. business. Okay, I got That they would not accept the script's for the next three. I heard that too. Yeah. In fact, although the first one that he did the uh, in episode one, The Phantom Menace, he said was almost exactly the original treatment. Mm. And that's the one everyone hates the most. And of the yeah. three, yeah, I would I would go along with that. Of the, the, the prequels, of the it was the worst of the prequels, yeah. yeah. Um, but I put it still ahead of Return of the Jedi. No. Nope. Well, if someone can tell me what's good about Return of the Jedi, I'd love to hear it. We already talked about it. The whole rescue on the Rancor battle. That was awesome. You know, getting back to PJ, when I see the Rancor battle, I hear in my head. That was Kirk battling the lizard guy on that planet where he made a crystal bazooka. It's been done. That was done before. He's already They already had monsters. But it's very cool. What was cool about it? And there's Jabba the Hutt. He was gross. He was grossly awesome. And also, <laughs> and um, there was a whole lot of like slavery and uh, sexual Creepy. exploitation. Yeah, I and, like uh, it. You're like, okay, all right, well, there you go. Now we're getting <laughs> to know Susie L. Yeah, one. Return of the Jedi. The it was long and drawn out. And what, okay, here's where it started for that me. That was my least favorite of those. Uh, oh, absolutely. Then, here's where it starts. And then the, the Sarlacc. Very begin- the, the Sarlacc is awesome. Okay. The what? Whatever. Sarlacc. The Sarlacc pit. That's where they Michelle Obama's mouth. Anyway. Oh, I thought we don't get political on this show. I don't. Okay. But Babette's always telling me, because I say Michelle Obama's not attractive, and she always gets me. No question. <laughs> See, look, Boba, she ate Boba Fett. She's not attractive. But what I'm saying is this. But is Boba Fett dead? What is the first thing you see in Return of the Jedi? The first thing you see. Where the first conversation is between R2-D2 and, 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 and no. C-3PO and the eye. Oh, right. The little, right. you know, the Wizard of Oz <laughs> gate. <laughs> yeah. Remember yeah. the guy? Yes. Now, how does C-3PO refer to R2-D2? R2? R2 Daytoa. Oh, okay. Now, right. it's right. R2-D2, right? Yeah. R2, why would two have two different ways of saying it? R2 
Daytoa. Because he's speaking a different language. It's like John well, and Jean. Then why wouldn't he call Juan. him Artua Daytoa? Because I don't know that language. He already said two. Why would he not say two again the same way? Artua. I don't know that language. Maybe maybe it I has think a the answer inference. is because it's a horrible movie. <laughs> No. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, we're getting closer, aren't we? No, well, no, you're no, you're no, gonna no. agree by the time it's I over. I will tell you our two day toa. That, <laughs> I will yes. tell you that my love of the expanded universe uh-huh. made me appreciate Return of the Jedi more uh-huh. because it harkens back to a lot of things in the expanded universe. Well, the the expanded yes. universe, they were writing this stuff. Said, well, we gotta explain all this crap in Return of the Jedi. So here we go. No, it was just told. It was that story was told from a different perspective. The whole um, rescuing Luke, uh-huh. or not? Sorry, rescuing Luke, Han, rescuing Han uh-huh. and the interaction between Luke and Lando, and all of that. It was told from a different perspective, and I enjoyed that. Okay, all yes. right. By the way, I love Star Wars. I love the movies. Yeah. It's just people want to—they want to get critical of one. You got to be critical of all—all all of them. We whether yeah. episode four, five, six, one, or Toa. Okay, so. <laughs> Let's see. Now, there was another one, a specific thing they had in the Goliath thing about uh, Anakin's Tusken Raider massacre. Okay. That was, and that, now I'm putting it over in the column of the prequels here. Yeah. I'm not saying a massacre is good. But what I'm saying (laughs) is, is the character was, and I know everyone makes fun of Hayden Christensen and and Anakin Skywalker. I I don't really care. The story push that character along not the actor Mm -hmm. and you're watching him go from what the jedi are saying you know you don't have revenge you don't do all these things and here's where he just totally gives in and slaughters all people i mean mean, genocide well there's still tuscan raiders out there maybe just okay oh it's not genocide you're right okay so but it's a massacre he slaughtered the whole tribe or whatever they were called right and he doesn't feel sorry he knows he should but he doesn't. Mm-hmm. The characters were much fuller in the originals. I mean, in the prequels. Much fuller. And, mm. and it almost had to be that way because the in the originals, you don't have their backstory. You only have their verbally, the plot exposition, telling you their backstory. That's true. In the originals, they're actually getting to show you the backstory. So they're going, by their nature, going to make the characters more full. And they are more full. You don't know... I mean, why, why would... Um, why would Darth Vader, you find out that Darth Vader was the Jedi that became Darth Vader. Why would he do that? And you see it start well, to happen. You see his motivations. You yes. see the, the genesis of yeah. his turn, finally turning to the dark side. Exactly. And why he would be so susceptible to turning to the dark side. Exactly. And you see, yeah, the vulnerabilities and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You don't see a lot of vulnerabilities in any of the characters in the original. In all three of them. If you think about it, mm. Han Solo That's is true. always cool and, and and everything always goes right. Uh, Leia is always um, in charge and, you know, the, the strong woman who would blah, 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 whatever Gloria Steinem says. And then <laughs> Luke plays that character, the kid who's developing. You yeah, know, he's got his mentor. Yeah. Um, but he's, and so he's still learning, but he's never having any real um, conflict until he finds out he's going to have to fight his dad. There's not a whole lot of depth to any of these characters. And remember Yoda, the first time you meet him, he's not Yoda. First no. of all, he's not talking backwards. He's, anno- he's this annoying yeah, little and he's like weird a little, creature. Yeah, he's like Grover. 
He is kind of like Grover. You know, and I've thought about that, and maybe that was his way of, you know, checking out who this guy is. I'll right. act like a weirdo and silly. But um, he doesn't even have a whole lot of depth. None of the characters really have depth. They had three movies to develop it. Instead, they come up with a thing called the Bon Calamari, and he looks like a squid. I come love- on, really? Really? Admiral Akbar, come Whatever. on. They can't give it a different name. They actually use the word calamari yes. when they're talking about squid people. Yep. Misa think that's dumb. Okay. <laughs> Fear is the path to the dark side. Right, yeah. Um, Fear leads to anger. Now, anger here's, to now anger. here's another one I disagree with him on the suffering. list. Whatever. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Mace Windu was yeah. crap. Who? Oh, he was <laughs> badass. Uh, yeah. he, he was BA. <laughs> no, he, no, he was Who's horrible. This? He was he Samuel L. Jackson. Purple lightsaber. Who? Exactly. That's what you like. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson. Oh. Yes, In Mace, the prequels. That's the, that's the part of the prequels I don't like. Oh, I like his he, character. Me too. Wh- what do you like about it? Because he's Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, there exactly. You go. There you go. <laughs> so there was a list that I didn't necessarily agree with him, but it yeah. was interesting. It was thought-provoking, the list that they had come up with. Yeah. There were... Yeah, I agree. There are some great things about the prequels. Oops. Yes. Good. Here's another update from Pete. Jar Jar Binks is in this one. No! Yeah. Yeah. So he's saying... And it says here he gets butt implants and breaks the internet. <laughs> so, well, yeah, that would yeah. break the internet. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> we'll see if he gives us any more. Thanks, Pete, for those <laughs> accurate spoilers. Okay, so now there's, there's going to be my little thing that I've worked up. Do you guys want to say anything? No. Okay, good. I think I've said a lot. <laughs> okay. So why don't we uh, take a – we'll do a little bit of a transition. We'll um, do a commercial for the Amazon button, and then we'll come up and we'll finish it up. Sounds great. Okay. I want to thank everybody who's been using the Amazon button. It's been encouraging not only to wet our beak a little bit, but also to see that people care enough about the show to click on the Amazon button and uh, help us out. So for those who have, thank you. For those who haven't, here's what they do. They say to themselves, I want to go to Amazon. So they go to skmorton.com, they press on the Amazon button, and then they shop. So it's one extra step, but that's all they have to do. They don't have to think about it again. And whatever they buy, a portion of that goes to the podcast so that we can keep going. We can keep the lights on, pay the rent, and hopefully we'll get ahead here coming up this the end by the end of this season. Maybe we can start uh, kicking a little back to the listeners in the form of prizes. And we were talking about the treasure hunt and the uh, games. And, you know, eventually we'd like to have a meetup or something, some sort of uh, effort for all of the throng. So please keep it up. Thank you very much. Remember, go to skmorton.com, click on the Amazon button, shop as you normally would, and we thank you. And we're back. Okay, back to trying to convince you guys that the yeah. prequels were better than okay. the originals. And I think you already know. I think you already, you've already, yeah, you already guys, know. Yeah, you already know that they're not. Okay, what, <laughs> PJ, <laughs> no one can see your face. But it looks like you smell something really bad. <laughs> Your comment. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm going to give the, uh, all right, let's break down what makes a good movie. What makes a good movie? Yeah. Okay. What makes a good movie? A good story. A good a story. story. Now let's talk about the stories and the new ones versus the prequels versus the originals. The story in the original one, like we already said, we just said before we took, uh, mm-hmm. did a commercial. It's a pretty simplistic story. Yes. Okay. Now what's the story of the second one? Empire Strikes Back. It's the story of 
Luke. Yes. Learning the ways of the Force from Yoda. Uh-huh. It's the story of Han and Leia. Yeah, what are Han and Leia doing? And their relationship. Oh, it's a love story. <laughs> oh, and it's so much more complex and sophisticated <laughs> than Padme and Anakin, right? Yeah, but there's... A, no, the answer yeah. is no. <laughs> in fact, she's making out with her brother for a while, and then, then like five seconds later, she's in love with Han Solo. At least the one with Padme and Anakin took some years to develop. Yeah. You know it to be true. Search your feelings. Yeah. Okay, so we'll, we'll, we'll yes. go because we're still breaking okay. down what makes yeah. a good movie. Oh, what makes good oh, yeah, movie? Yeah, so the acting. The acting is good. Okay, well now, would you say the acting was poor in the uh, in the prequels? I don't think it's poor. No, I mean, especially if you want to look at like Qui Gon Jinn, great Liam actor, Neeson, yeah. you know, and Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor was, he was awesome. Great, yeah, yeah. as Obi Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. with as as I mean, and let's now go to the other side. Was Carrie Fisher some sort of Oscar winning actress in in the originals? No, no, she wasn't. No, none of them were. In fact, the the longer Harrison Ford should have kind of dropped out after Indiana Jones because the more I watch him, the more he's only got a couple facial expressions. Well, yeah. Yeah, and it's really, I remember him in Patriot Games or or no, what was that? Clear and Present Danger. How dare you, sir? I realized that's what he always does. He puts his eyebrows down and his mouth does something weird and then he he jumps weird. He falls like a girl. I, I shouldn't say it to the ladies here, but he doesn't fall like an athlete or anything. He's always, eh, and the arms go down. And, um, so not it's Han Solo. Han Solo is cool, but none of the actors in that came off as brilliant. And even now, like Guinness, who's supposed to be, you know, the the thespian, master thespian, um, he didn't pull off anything special, right? He didn't do anything special. Maybe not special. I did like his acting, though. Sure, sure. Love his voice. Yeah. Well, but yes. I'm saying now, look at, which Obi-Wan do you like better, Alec Guinness or, or Ewan McGregor? Well, Ewan McGregor is hot, so... Granted, he's dreamy. <laughs> he's very but, dreamy. But beyond and he's that, Scottish. but beyond that, the character was uh, play. I mean, he had more to do. He had three movies to do. Instead well, he of one, did. But... His, like you said, his character developed. We yes. really just come on Obi Wan Kenobi as old Ben Kenobi. Right. We don't learn a lot about him, except that he knew. He right. knew Luke Skywalker's father, Anakin. And then he lied and said that Darth Vader killed his father. Well, that's not necessarily a lie. Well, it was... <clears throat> Symbolically, he did. It's true, but he... Yeah. Okay, now let's say this, though, because there's there's the ability... We would say, let's say Alec Guinness is a better... If you can quantify it, Alec Guinness is a better actor than Ewan McGregor. Let's just say... I'll, we'll all say, okay, that's true. That's fine. However, Ewan McGregor had more to work with. Absolutely. He also had Alec Guinness's. He knew where he was going with it. Alec Guinness didn't have any backstory on this guy. He's just reading these crappy lines and doing the best he can. That doesn't really change the fact that Ewan McGregor did better. He may not be as good an actor, but he had more to work with, and therefore the job that ended up, the finished product, was a better finished product. Is that something we can agree to? The only reason why you're not is because you know that if you do, you're giving it a little. That's why you're not agreeing. I don't know. It's a fair comparison, yeah. yeah. Because because the the New Hope it was it was supposedly originally a one right. movie right. film. Exactly. There was no prequel, no sequel. That was it. No sidequel. No nyquel. No nyquel. No dayquel. Yeah. No dayquel. No. 
other kind of pen quill. from a quill. <laughs> no porcupine quill. So, I don't know. I no, don't I'm really. But now, if I had said the other way around that, oh, clearly Alec Guinness is a better actor and did a better job on that, most people go, yo, well, yeah, clearly. But you go the other way, I don't know if that's really a fair comparison. It's apples and oranges, really. Mm. Yeah. Okay, well, then I won't make you mark that down. The throng's listening. They know. Okay, so we've got that. So what else is good in a movie? We got uh, actors, story. Let's go back to story for a second. That okay. was kind of be my big my big thing. But let's really oh, we were talking about story, weren't we? Yes. And one important part of story is yes. plot twists. Plot twists. Which plot? Oh, because of the uh, him being his father. Being father. Darth Vader being his father. Leia being his sister. Uh-huh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I can recall yes. from when the Empire Strikes Back came out. People leaving the theater and screaming, "Darth Vader is Luke's father!" Right. Okay. And now there's a huge controversy. Like plot twists, those things are 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 very important. All right. And I believe and interesting. And and I and I I believe I've talked about this before. I do have to disassociate myself from that. And I know that that's why <laughs> um, so many people love Empire Strikes Back, including right. my brother. I love it. But I think I've told this story before that um, in the Examiner. In 77, when Star Wars came out, there had been an interview with Lucas. And he said in 77 that Darth Vader was Luke's father. Really? And I remember my dad bringing the newspaper home and showing me the art. Because he knew I was a, a you know, nut job about it. Star yeah, Wars. Yeah. And he showed me. He says, hey, look at that. And I remember telling all my friends and no one believed me. And really? and I'm not saying that like, oh, I yeah. was smarter than I said. I happened. My dad had showed me this thing. Yeah. And um, when it came out, I was not the... I wasn't surprised because I had read that article oh. before. So I didn't get to, and I, I say it that way, I didn't get to experience what everyone right. experienced with that because I had read that article years before. And I, there's got to be other people because I remember reading it um, who had the same thing. Um, so, yeah, in that area, I have to disqualify myself because I, I never experienced the, the that emotional feeling of that of that twist ah okay now also if we look at the is prequels that, is that what makes you bitter about empire strikes back no oh, okay. i i don't like the i don't like the cliffhanger at the end on empire strikes back it's that's that true it took three years to resolve yeah. that cliffhanger yeah i don't like, and torturous. i know george lucas loved serials and that was one of the yeah. inspirations for the for the story but i don't i don't like serials i don't like lost or i didn't even like the x-files i certainly didn't oh like goodness. twin peaks i well, want I, we episodes can't be friends, i like episodes those are all my favorites and and i yeah because i mean if you know you're going to see it next week that's one thing but waiting right. years three for it years to come out hard. and then for it to be return of the jedi <laughs> uh, you know yep dub celebrate the love <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> love the one you're with so unfortunately the next one is what in two years yeah it's, yeah, it's, it's a, a year and, and a half and well let me ask it's, it's, it's may of 2017 that is a year and a half we'll do this without it being given as spoilers mm-hmm. Susie, yes. you have seen it i have seen it is it a cliffhanger yes and no I would say it's just as much of a cliffhanger as the original Star Wars. The okay, end so of, end of Star, well, that's not a cliffhanger Wars. at all. That I was an ending. I don't think that's a surprise because people know that there are two more coming out. Well, yeah, but well, but like but like we but like you said, some of the movies, like um, even though you knew there was going to be another one coming out with Episode One, it had an ending. Right. It had a similar no, ending to Episode well, Four. Oh, the Force oh, Awakens one, definitely yeah. has yeah. it definitely has an ending. I'm just saying it, it compares to a New Hope in the sense that the end of a New Hope, yeah, they destroy the Death Star, but they have they've they've won the haven't battle. Won the war, they right. haven't won the war. So you know there's gotta be other things yeah. coming. I would say at the end of 
so maybe the Force Awakens, there's there's more things, but they definitely tie everything in at okay. the end and then leave questions that you're okay waiting a year and a half. Well, maybe not a year and a half, okay. Two but years, right? It's a year and a half. It's May of 2017. Oh, it's coming I out, thought so. it was, okay. Well, in any case, yeah. it's gets so tied, is, things get tied up and you have get tied up. It its is own a, movie. It is a complete story, right. but there's stuff left open. Yes. Okay. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. And that's one of the things I didn't like about Empire Strikes Back. And I'm sure if I had been blown away by the revelation of the father-son thing, maybe if they had Maury Povich on or something. But <laughs> if I had... I'm you sure, are not the father! <laughs> I'm sure I would have overlooked the the cliffhanger a little bit. But yeah. Han... And then, you know, why is Lando wearing Han's clothes? Think about the beginning. <laughs> Him and Chewie are in the Millennium Falcon, and they're flying away. And for some reason, he's wearing Han's vest and his shirt's buttoned. You don't remember Lando wearing Han's clothes. That. I don't remember that. I'll have, I have to go back that. and watch I it. I just thought it was just a wardrobe change. <laughs> he's been wearing a blue cape for the whole right. movie, and then at the right. end, he's wearing Han's vest and shirt. Well, isn't that the pilot's uniform? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wasn't he wearing... No, was he wearing it under the cape? Tra- no, he was not wearing his no, cape. No, he was wearing a, a, a blue shirt underneath the cape. No, he was, oh yeah, in the movie, but yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, for the yeah. whole movie, except whole not movie, at the right. end. Right. At the, the end, same. he's That's dressed what, that was, like Han Solo. Under the cape wasn't Han Solo right. gear, it was the, the right. other outfit. So you got him and Chewie flying away, you got Luke and, and Leia there, and it just, uh, it was unsatisfying yeah, and for I guess, me. I guess if you want to talk about acting and you point to Billy D, yeah. not the greatest actor How are you there. doing, Chewbacca? <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had Coco Bear. He used to do a great Billy D. Oh, Chewbacca. Coco Bear. Um, but, uh, yeah, so. Yeah. Okay, so we're talking about the story there. And then uh, you've already said the, the return of the, we've already discussed the return of the Jedi story. Mm-hmm. It can't be more simple. Rescue Han, blow up the, the station so that, so that Lando can wear Han's clothes and blow up this, the, this <laughs> blow up the uh, Death Star again. Yeah. Um, now, really, what it is, the Return of the Jedi is really we're all waiting for the the battle between Luke and Darth. And, Darth. and then also the the end of it, you get the redemption of Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. Okay. That's Which is fine. Great. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is good. That you is see, good. You see the, the it's the complete circle. You're of right. That character. Right. So really, the only thing that's that. Yeah, the end. You're waiting the whole movie for the ending. It's not a lot of fun, and I think that's why he spent so much time with the rescue of Han Solo. That rescue was way too long. It was half the movie. I think he did that because he didn't have anything else but the sum up, the the you know Anakin. You know what happened there. The stuff in the in the forest is pretty stinking boring. If you look at it, it's it's got boring little Ewoks. It's got a stupid battle with with logs and 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 tiny the kind of bow and arrows you get back when back when Disneyland used to have the Indian section over by Country Bear Jamboree. It was just no. It, it was, it's it's a little comical Endor. actually. I love still love the whole Endor batter, battle. Yeah, no, it's it's not good. It's not good. Yeah, so you. now let's talk about yes. the stories and the prequels. Okay. Because this is the thing. They're so much more sophisticated, and they're so much more interesting. You've got you've got discuss, you've got uh, uh, labor and management. You've got, well, the whole trade federation storyline, right? Is, you've, you don't like it. No. Why don't you like that? Super boring. What's boring about it? No, it's just this whole. Let's talk about real conflicts. Stuff. Exactly. That's where the conflicts come from. We don't from. want political stuff in our Star Wars movies. What do you want? <laughs> We want lightsaber battles. Uh-huh. That's really what <laughs> it comes love down stories. to. So, yeah. oh, no, we don't want love stories because Padme and, and Anakin get together. Well, was, and everyone hates that. I was that. fine with them getting yeah. together. I just didn't like kind of the manner of the stupid 
the stupid feel that they're frolicking through. That that kind of was stupid. Why? Why was that stupid? Because like he's there to protect her. There should be a little bit more. Um, Do you like uh, the Notebook? Yeah, but oh, not in my Star Wars. Oh, I see. I <laughs> not see. in my Star okay. Wars. Oh, so you'd rather have just the being a scoundrel and kissing her and swapping oh, yeah. spit, and then Ooh, yeah. and then maybe they have twins. You mm-hmm. prefer that? You prefer Jason the simplistic and <laughs> skipping over things and not developing the story. I see. Yeah. Okay, I got you. You don't like a do- story developed. All right. Well, then you'll probably like the, the originals better. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the Trade Federation stuff, and then mixed it's in with that, boring, but... the way Palpatine is. Is uh, the way he's maneuvering, maneuvering things is everything. actually very cool. Very, it's very cool. cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm. It actually gave some depth to Star, which Star Wars had never had. Well, it gave a depth to that character as well, the Emperor. Well, yeah, you can, but you can see again. You can kind of see the way he developed and his little Machiavellian mm-hmm. right. style. But think about it. But think, you know, a friend of mine calls Palpatine chronic do-gooder. He's <laughs> he's the Emperor of the Galaxy. Is everyone under, in this galaxy, let me talk about this a little, is everyone under a, an oppressive thumb? Or are people seem to be pretty happy everywhere that the rebels go? They're doing fine. Coruscant, mm. well, Coruscant is before the whole thing happens, but yeah. um, no, it's the people who are outlaws don't like them, the smugglers. You know, Han Solo and his guys True. don't like them. And then there's the group of malcontents led by Princess Leia and all them <laughs> that want to change it. Now, why do they want to do it? you got to think about, well, why... Do these? Do, why are the rebels wanting out from under the thumb of the, the empire? And by the way, I'm not taking the side of empire. I'm just saying not You're everyone not. is under the empire. Well, think about the empires we've had in this world. Um, you know, start with the, the, Roman the Romans, the Greeks, Medo-Persians, the Egyptians, the Babylonians, <laughs> the Anglo-Americans, the Assyrians. Yeah, the Assyrians. No, no, the Assyrians. Yeah, those guys were. Yeah. <laughs> but everyone else, no, you just you have citizens trying yeah. to make a living and right. doing what they can do, uh, and here you have these terrorist acts by Luke Skywalker and his and his friends blowing up. You know, it wasn't just the military on the Suicide Death Star. Bombers. You had you had you had private uh, enterprise on the Death Star. They had to have you know cleaning. They had the janitorial people on it's there. It's funny you say that. That 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 happens in the Force Awakens. We learn a little bit about the sanitation. Oh really? Yes. <laughs> spoiler alert! That's really a spoiler alert. It's very right spoiler there. alert. Um, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. There's, it wasn't just a bunch of guys in black wanting to kill the the people in the force. There's, you've it's got this whole you society. Say that. That's interesting. You say that, and that's all I'll say. Okay. Spoiler well, alert! I've spoiler already, alert! I've already demonstrated. I got the whole fi- movie figured out from the from the trailers. I know what's going. on. I know who Kylo Ren is. I've already told you all. You've already heard. Yeah. Don't so, tell me. I already told everybody. What'd you say? <laughs> Don't tell me. I already did. What'd you say? He doesn't know, but he he's making conjecture about oh. it. Oh, I'm, I'm absolutely confident that Kylo Ren is uh, Han Solo and Princess Leia's son. And what's the girl's name in this? Ray. Ray is his sister, and that's why she's carrying around that stick. Because I don't think I think that she's already been exposed to the Force. And she doesn't like it. She's like, "What? Well, there's another movie where someone doesn't like something just because of uh, experience. Well, it could be like a gun control kind of person. Isn't someone who said something happened. Or something? A janitress? Is that someone who's a janitor? A female janitor? A janitress? Like that. She's thing. a scavenger. Okay. Scavenger. In any case, I think she's been exposed to it already. Um, hmm. Her brother went with it and she saw what happened to him. She doesn't want anything to do with it. And that's why uh, Lando's boy's got the got the lightsaber now. <laughs> Lando's boy. Is it Lando's boy? You can tell me. <laughs> no. No, it isn't. Oh, we don't. We don't know. Oh, they didn't we answer the we question. Didn't answer that. Stop probing. <laughs> what? No, okay, we don't know. Okay. We don't know. Anyway, um, 
Well, there's only two black people in the entire galaxy. So. <laughs> That's true. That's um, true. Uh, if we see Billy D in the next movie, we know it's Lando's <laughs> son. So. <laughs> uh, okay, where was I? I got way off off topic on this. Princess Leia. <laughs> I want to just break down the story stuff in those in the movie. The black guy is Han Solo and Princess Leia's son. Spoiler alert. Yeah. No. Yeah. You just said that before. <laughs> um, as far as uh, storylines for the second movie, uh, the, seeing the clones be built up and then see how it's being used, see how they're being, you know they're good guys. The clones are the good guys. The stormtroopers are the good guys. They are good guys, but when you have a psychopath as the person who you're modeled on, maybe you're going to turn a little bad. Wait a minute, Django Fett's a psychopath. Django Fett's a psychopath. How is he a psychopath? Have you seen Attack of the Clones? Yeah. What makes him a psychopath? He's a bad dude. He was a bounty hunter. He's like dog. <laughs> no, I mean, what, what made him a psychopath? He wasn't a psychopath. He had a kid. He wanted a kid. He wanted to live. He was living quietly on Camino. Another great name. Um, but a Camino what, Real? What, yeah. What made him a um, 1095 West? No, what, uh, that was his address. <laughs> um, what made him a psychopath? He was, I don't know. He was just not a good guy. He was a mercenary. He was a hired gun. So yeah. I mean that's not I'm not he saying he's a, I'm not saying he's you know a, a missionary no but um he wasn't a, a psychopath would be the, be the the emperor well that's true yeah I mean this is just they found the best guy there was and they said let's make a bunch of him yeah I what's guess the he was a good, well he is a kiwi so he was a good good specimen <laughs> oh boy here we go <laughs> um but the uh, the where was I going with that with the uh, the clones. Oh, yeah, the, the clones. development of the clones. Oh, yeah, so yes. here you go. The clones are the good guys, right? But not according... And at one point, now that we have the clones for our protection, you see. It's about protection. Next thing you know, that protection. So security mm-hmm. versus liberty. You see it. You mm-hmm. now have see it in this movie. They're putting it out there. Oh, no, this is... We need the clones for our security. Right. And what happens then? We know what's going to happen in the end. Then Order 66 exactly. and Bye-Bye Jedi. Yeah, and there goes... Yeah, so... Um, there's a lot to be thought of, and that's why when um, there was a, a, a documentary that came out, and I really enjoyed, I, I can't remember what it was called. And what I liked about this documentary, it wasn't you know the making of, or it wasn't let's interview the actors and what they had to say. It was a bunch of, well, actually it was a, it was a big group. Tom Brokaw was one of the guys. George wow. Will, George Will. Um, I can't remember the name of the guy who started that that college about mythology um he wrote books and things but they had all these people discussing on what star wars was all six of the Mm, movies okay and it was a mixture of mythology religion history Mm -hmm. and politics and then Mm -hmm. tom brokaw like near the end of the documentary says I always thought it was a cowboy movie. But, you know, so they put all that <laughs> into this action movie. Why didn't you do the Tom movie. Brokaw and your Tom Brokaw oh, I should have, huh? <laughs> I always thought it was a cowboy movie. But um, it turns out it's an American story. But um, <laughs> so all of that, you didn't really get that. In the, when they started talking about the stuff besides the mythology and the religion, mm-hmm. they, they used a lot more of the originals. But when they got into the history and the politics... And in the mythology, put you know, all that stuff together. Then they delved really deeply into the prequels, right? Which shows you how much more thought out and how much more depth there was to those the stories of those original three movies. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't disagree that the story, the stories were good. I, I think a lot of it did have to do with dialogue as well. You know. Yeah, yeah. So the dialogue was better in the in the first three. 
Yeah, how about that? Okay, so we got story dialogue. Thanks. What else is better? Yeah. <laughs> Clearly the, the lightsaber fights. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, okay, have we found anything that's better in the originals yet? Hmm. My memory of it. Okay, you're nostalgic. <laughs> it's still winning the nostalgia part. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Yes. Now, the emotional side of my brain. Now, what you got that's the same in both, and it is the same, because when I first thought of this, I thought, no, it's better in the, in the originals. The score. Oh, and by yeah. the way, George Lucas should not be doing a museum about his stuff. He should just be every day going over and giving John Williams a back rub <laughs> and, right. and washing his car and just thanking him constantly. The score in the prequels, I didn't like it first, and then I thought about it. Well, the, the, again, that that makes that lightsaber battle yeah. so much better. It does. It has an impact on that. you emotionally. It definitely. Yeah. It definitely does. And so there's there's John Williams topping himself, essentially. Yeah. So, totally. <laughs> so you got the scores fantastic. Yes. Um, now, here's another thing that, um, oh, boy, we just don't have time to pl- put in this this interview. So go ahead and listen to it. Go to the uh, Throng Strong page. Listen to the interview with Mike and Mike Keegan and Liz Duran uh, from the Alamo Draft House because he was talking about um, how what he is very fascinated by Episode One because it was Luke. I mean, it was a uh, George Lucas un unfettered by what p- public sentiment that you know he was doing whatever he wanted because he was the money man. Right. He could do yeah. He could do whatever he wanted. And now what was interesting is no one liked Jar Jar Binks. Right. And I agree. There's nothing. George Brings brings nothing to the movie. But when people bring, like I said earlier, when people bring him up for that's why the movie's no good. Well, well he's annoying. Whatever. But yeah. Whatever. He's, he's not even a factor in any of the movies. He's just this thing there on the. He's he's bad scenery, is what he's he is. He's exposition. Ex- yeah. And he's, he's, he's unnecessary. He's absolutely unnecessary. The whole thing is unnecessary. However,. He his role was diminished in the next two movies because George People Lucas so by they, he said no, they don't yeah. like that okay fine and he didn't he didn't oh it's got to be Jar Jar Binks he went oh that one didn't work I mean uh, Anthony Daniels was supposed to be doing like a, a used car salesman kind of a voice mm. uh, and he he didn't want to do it and George Lucas listened to him and went oh yeah that's yeah, yeah, it's better the way you're doing it. The butler is better. And there was a couple things like that where he had ideas for voices and it didn't go over. And no one said, hey, this whatever voice you're doing for this Jar Jar thing isn't going to work. I'll bet you if he had had a different voice and, and spoke you know, correctly that um, he wouldn't have been as annoying. And no one ever complains about the little Italian guy with the wings. <clears throat> that was keep you know keeping Wild. Anakin and his mom yeah yeah hey I tell you what the pope yes. uh, the pope are coming to town uh, hey yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean so or the and no about the two Chinese guys on the Trade Federation oh yes <laughs> oh, I was thinking of Peter Sellers going number bad. one adopted son it's just <laughs> they, they, no one complains about those guys but they complain yeah, about do. Jar Jar because yeah that, so there's a lot of that in those movies but it all got well for the most part that one Chinese guy was around for a little while longer but. Um, the point being, he made some poor judgment calls, but for the most part, he corrected them as the movies went on. So you can't really yeah. complain about it too much. Nothing's perfect, except it's Wonderful Life, uh, Apollo 13. Which is awful. Master movie. and Commander, Rocky. It's Wonderful Life. And but... Jaws. Are you just trying to hurt me? <laughs> yes. Okay. But as I long, definitely... As I long definitely, as you're trying to hurt me. I'm trying to hurt you, but I hate that movie. Or actually, I've never, never seen, seen it because I hate Jimmy Jimmy Fallon. You hate I Jimmy hate, Stewart? I hate Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> I hate Jimmy Who Stewart. Who hates Jimmy yes. Stewart? I do. His voice well, is so clear. annoying. He can't uh. get out any words. Come on, man. Speak. 
Well, I win now because clearly anyone who says they hate Jimmy Stewart, anyone who listens to that's going, oh well, well, SK wins because you're Wrong. clearly a barking lunatic. All right. No, I'm a Sith. Okay. The dark side is strong with me. Okay. Then there's we talked a little bit about that the the hint of moral ambiguity, the mm-hmm. uh, and what's really interesting is in the first ones in the originals. Jedi good. They didn't even talk about Sith. It's just right. Jedi good, Darth Vader bad. But what I was getting at is the Jedi are kind of jerky with with uh, Anakin and this thing. And they were kind of using them to find out what's going on with Palpatine. And they, they are not. That's true. Yeah, they are not all good. And uh, Anakin. And then, of course, if you do know the backstory stuff with what was Anakin's Padawan's name? The girl with the. Oh, Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka. And they kick her out. Mm-hmm. because of political pressure mm-hmm. political pressure the jedi it's all about good oh my goodness i'm actually doing a bill maher here my <laughs> hand i'm talking about the galactic religion and i'm going ah, ah, you know we get christopher hutchins on here what i'm saying is is that the jedi um did some pretty crappy stuff and brought some things upon them yeah and that was so that makes it a little more interesting. The story becomes more interesting as opposed to the. I mean, the, the line uh, Obi Wan says, you know, uh, what's only the Sith only deal in uh, what is it? Absolutes. Absolutes. Well, no. In the first three movies, it was all absolutes. It was right. good and bad, and everything was absolute. So now I'm not saying, by the way, that I like moral ambiguity. I actually like good and bad. That's what I love about our. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. However, if you're going to talk about cl- complexity of story and characters, that moral ambiguity is a is a gadget that they used to make them more interesting right so all right so the first three would be more interesting okay that's good (laughs) i'll put that in that column so now the other thing with them expanding we talked about this the expanding of the mythology Mm -hmm. and how the first three didn't have it they just had to get the story out and do it but people want that and it's not just star wars people with the hunger games Mm -hmm. and 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 star trek i mean star trek was like you were saying one of the yeah Star Trek was one of the first groups of fans that they started, you know, figuring out, drawing blueprints for the Enterprise and mm-hmm. how everything worked. They love that. So yeah. when I hear people say they did, Patton Oswalt had a good, funny, had a funny bit about it. It's funny, but I don't agree with it. It was he was talking about, um, uh, oh George, you're making some new movies. Oh, what's what's happening now? What's it? you like Darth Vader? Yeah, I love Darth Vader. Yeah, well he's gonna be like eight years old. He's gonna cry a lot for his mom. <laughs> George, that's not good at all. You know. They, <laughs> <laughs> and, he's, and everything was always about the beginnings, he was saying. You know, yeah. George, hey, you like ice cream? Yeah, I love ice cream. Okay, here's some milk and some salt rocks. You know, and <laughs> so that's funny, but the fact of the matter is we do want to know more. We want when when Obi-Wan talks about your father fought in the Clone Wars, we want to know what the Clone Wars we were about. about yeah. And these movies give us that. Well, and that's, that's the appeal for us nerds about the expanded universe because it brings so much more to the table. You want to you want to consume every single thing about Star Wars, whatever form it is. So right, exactly, true. and so this gives it the opportunity. Right. None of that that is all based on the originals. Mm-hmm. Well, really, so were the prequels. The prequels took what the originals said and expanded upon them. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves the expanded universe. Yes, and, they do. And they, they the nerds. Exactly. Yeah, the nerds love that. Me. But the, <laughs> but the, the same group that love that expanded universe complain about how the movies, the prequels, did exactly what everyone wanted with the with the expand with you know the books you know, and the video games I, and the comic books. I think one of the things that um, that causes people to do that is they have a certain impression of how things should be, 
And when it doesn't turn out that way, they're disappointed. And maybe that's their issue with the prequels. All right. So what we're saying is, I'm going to try to wrap it all up now. Okay. The originals, we have an, I wouldn't say undo, but an overly sentimental attachment due to nostalgia. I agree. And the prequels, and by we, I mean everyone but me. (laughs) um, The prequels, there is an overly critical aspect from the nerdy fanboys who want it the way they want it. Exactly. Right. Yes. So with all of that being said, what conclusion can we draw? The originals are still the best. Uh, <laughs> you like what you like. Oh, well, that's, that's what Woody Allen yes. said in his marriage vows. <laughs> <laughs> to which Soon Yi said, "Me love you long time." So, okay, that was the, that was they made their own vows. All right. Well, that was kind of fun tonight, huh? That was a lot of fun. We had a good time, but Woo! you kind of have to pee now. Yes. Yeah. From all okay. the Pellegrino. All right. Well, oh, here is the last text from Pete for the night. And it's the big reveal. It's about Kylo Ren. Apparently, he was a clerk at a hardware store in Toshi Station and had stayed there late <laughs> waiting for Luke to pick up his power converters because he promised he'd be there. So that's the, uh, I was wrong about Kylo Ren, I guess. Be, oh. oh, what is that? That is, oh, that's Babette. Oh, Hold boy. on a second here. Uh, let's see if we can answer it here. Hello? Uh, this is, this is, up oh, Babette. Yes. Hey, sweetie. This is this is your hubby, SK. You uh-huh. know that because you just called me. Yes. Yeah. How are you? I'm doing fine. You know who we have in the bomb shelter? Who? We have Susie L and PJ. Susie L and PJ. How are you guys doing? Great. We're good. How are you, Babette? I'm doing fine. I'm lonely though. I'm at home missing my husband. Aww. Oh, really? Yeah. That's so sweet. I well, think- could could I come home though? Yeah, I think maybe it's time. Would it be okay if I came by? Well, of course. Okay. All right. I don't think she got it. Maybe you should say (laughs) good night. Oh, okay. I'll tell you what. I'll say good night. Okay. I left my heart. Ah, yes, the city we don't talk about here on the show. At all. The lousy, the lousy San Francisco podcast. Actually, we did a little bit. We it's connection to San Francisco and apparent uh, Star Wars to San Francisco, and apparently it's not that deep a connection. I guess not. Yeah. It isn't. <laughs> but um, we I enjoyed it. Did you? You guys enjoyed yourselves? Absolutely. Yeah. And thank you for coming because it would have been just me tonight if you guys hadn't shown up. Well. We don't have an audience. We don't have Pete. We don't have Squidge. And I would have. I would have sounded like a freak. Just you would have going, ranting, and I would have got myself all, ranting, yeah, yeah. all worked up. And next thing you know, yeah, I have an aneurysm or something. So thank you for coming. <laughs> you saved my life, you two. Thank you so much. That's okay. what we do. All right. So to the throng, we hope you guys enjoyed the show as well. Thank you for listening. We'd like you to go to uh, SK Morton Podcast at Gmail. Oh, my goodness. PJ, we're going to put it on the uh, Throng Strong stuff. I forgot to read your emails to us from oh, Disneyland. Oh, that's okay. Don't worry about that. Oh, no. I forgot. No, we will miss the opportunity. No, we could have no, had her read no. it in person. But but here's the big thing. Even if you didn't like this episode because you're not a Star Wars person or you hate the fact that I'm right. Um, you're wrong. Still tell your friends about the show. We want to build it up. We want to make it truly Throng Strong. So uh, please tell your friends. Please use the Amazon button. And you should all be ashamed of yourself. Francisco, your golden sun will shine for 
Thank you. If you don't mind, I'd like to do it again. You are part of the Rebel Alliance and a traitor. Hey, I tell you what, the Pope, uh, the Pope are coming to town. Uh, hey, hey. At 415. Yes. 317. Uh huh. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, you don't That deserves a clap and applause. Well, thank you. <laughs> okay, I wasn't recording it, but okay. <laughs>